0: And Emily, thank you so much for making time to share your insights into the future of leadership. But before we go into leadership, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Where did you grow up?
1: So, thank you so much for inviting me and for giving me this opportunity. So, I grew up in the small town in Guazru Natal called Wanongoma. Wanongoma mm-hmm. is a deep one of the deep rural areas. It's rated as disadvantaged community, so it's where I grew up.
0: And I believe it's close to the king's homestead.
1: Yes, it's close to the king's homestead and my mother is princess by birth, so which qualifies me or gives me the right to be called a princess. Because from my mother's side, it's from one royal household to another, so it's only my mother who married my father, who is just an but from my mother's side, from royal household to another royal household and to another royal household.
0: So your mother is the daughter of the king.
1: The king and that king from that king and that king from right. the king. So it's the, all the line of royalties.
0: So Senamile, what, in, what was your dream career when you grew up?
1: So in the beginning, cause, you know, because of the lack of career guidance, I wanted to be a doctor because then everyone wanted to be a doctor. If you are smart, they will say, oh, you must be a doctor for Mm -hmm. sure. But then that changed when I was in grade eight. So one, our geography teacher, Mr. Zekub, introduced us to the astronaut. Astronauts Mm -hmm. are those people who travel to space. Mm -hmm. So I and I also learned that no one from Africa was ever traveled to space. So I. i said to myself wow and i find it very very fascinating that oh wow you know what well is a child while well was a teenager and there are people who can leave this dimension and go to the moon and go to the planet and it was so fascinating to also learn about the planet that okay there is Earth, there's jupiter there's all of that there's a the sun you know you know so i fell in love with with the the, with the astronomy and the study of the stars and all those things the galaxy the universe and all those things so one the most important thing that touched my heart is that no one in africa has ever traveled to space so i wanted to make history to be a first african woman to travel to space so unfortunately 2003 Mark Shacklewood beat me to it. Mm. He became the first African man to travel to space. So it way I fell in love with science. I fell in love with science at the early age.
0: So today you are a nuclear physicist and you're the first African to lead an African-led experiment at CERN.
1: I'm a first African woman to be part of the first African led experimented scene. What does it mean? It's it's not that South Africans has never been involved in experimented. It means they were involved but through collaboration. So CEI usually make a call like all over the world. If you want to propose an experiment, come and propose the experiment. So the experiment that the previous scientists were involved in, the experiment, maybe they they will collaborate with the Germans, they will collaborate with other countries. So no South African institution or African institution has ever proposed the experiment by themselves. So 2012, my supervisor, Prof. Nico Ose. He is originally from Spain, but he was under the institution University of the Western Cape. So he proposed the, the experiment and there is why it was accredited as a first African-led experiment at the because it's, it's of the institution University of, of the Western Cape. And again, it was South African scientists who were going, who, 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 who involved in all of that and again the data was going to be analyzed by a South African so that is why it's unique and that is why Sen gave us credit that okay your experiment will be the first African-led experiment at Sen so and I was the only female in the group so yeah I think I was the first I was the first that is why I was the first because I was the only female
0: in the group and you received an award from the president
1: it was an acknowledgement, but Parliament they did give me like a certificate to congratulate you to be, to become the the first African woman to conduct experiment at Sen.
0: So tell us, Senamile, what is your vision for the future? Where do you want to go? Uh,
1: there are a lot of things that interest me. First of all, I would love to give back in South Africa. And again, I treat myself as a model as a as a model you know like now I'm exposed in low uh, i I travel all over the world, so I can see the gaps that is lacking in me mm. so what 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 do I mean? I mean that I don't want the next generation to experience what I've experienced, so I have to pave the way for the next generation. How am I going to achieve that? It's it's sad when you go to other countries and then you will discover that education is not a privilege. Hence here in my country, education, good quality education, it's a privilege. No one can afford a good, good, good quality education. Mm -hmm. I attended a public school myself. I completed my trick at the public school myself, so I know what is lacking. I know that I wish I was taught like that, like other countries, the way they are system, the way they work and stuff like that. I know it's, it's, it's a big responsibility, but I will try through my organization, whether it's Sena Mile Masango Foundation, whether it's Women in Africa, Wise Africa, To to try and influence policies of basic education, I strongly believe that that is the most important department because everything, scientists produce, scientists it produces, accountant it produces, president it produces everyone. So once South Africa, if we can get it right, Mm. I strongly believe it's it's where to go. Even your developed countries, your developed Mm. countries. Let me take like USA. They invested more into their education. Public school, their education is the best. Why can't we have that here in South Africa? Mm. So I will try by all means through my foundation or through our NGO, which I'm a founder, to try try and assist government. I hope they will listen.
0: And tell us, who inspired you in your early days?
1: In my early days so i'm my okay my it's with, it's my father, my late father, so everyone at home is a teacher. Mm. my father was a teacher, and my mother is a teacher, all my mother so my father married like three wives he had three wives, just like our former president he, our former he has five right mm. so my father had three wives, so all of them they were teachers, so I told myself at the early age there's no way that I would be a teacher. My father is a teacher, my, siblings, my sisters are teachers, all my mothers were teachers. So uh, while I was growing up, I think it was around 1992, my father was not there. He was in university and he was 52 years old. Mm. So you can see how he valued education. And everyone at home, whereas my sister, they were graduating, like each and every year it was the thing. Someone must graduate at home, my father will graduate, my big sisters will graduate. So it's, I can say it's my father who planted the seed of education in me. And my father was a well-respected man in Gwanonggoma because he was a chief director in education.
0: Now tell us, sinamire looking back over your career, was there a turning point? Where things could have gone differently
1: at this moment. I think every whatever happened, it, it was supposed to be happened because it has shaped me to become a better woman. It has shaped me. I uh, know that I'm a straight A student, mm. I made mistakes even at I failed some of my module because university meant freedom to me, mm. so I was not responsible. And uh, I started university, I was 16 years old, mm. so I was not matured. So I ended up making mistake. I ended up mm. being pregnant, and there's a lot that I've learned through all those hicks up. Mm. That is what has molded me to be the woman that I am today. So I know now that, if I'm not responsible, physics is not easy. If I'm not responsible, if I don't do my work on time, so I will fail. So I've went through all the failures, if, like everyone else, Know that there's something special about me. I'm not even a straight A student. I'm just an average student, but I managed to tunnel through. I know that I have to work hard and physics is not easy. I have to give my all and consult my lecturers.
0: Now Cynthia, let's talk about leadership. What does the future of leadership mean to you?
1: The future of leadership, it's uh, it means someone who can it's someone who can open doors for other other right. ones and also a leader strong leader I believe it's someone who who does not only for himself or herself. You mm. he has to in order for, for me, in mm. order for you to be qualified as a good leader, as someone mm. who will think more of the next generation mm. than yourself. So to me it's what leadership means.
0: And what have you learned from your own journey that you consider most important for building future leaders?
1: What I've learned from my, from my own journey is that nothing happened by mistake. Mm. Every failure that I've experienced mm. in life, it was there to teach me something. So I have to learn from that failure. So it's what it means.
0: And when you speak to aspiring leaders, what do you tell them they should focus on?
1: It's you must have a dream, and you must do something that you like. Mm. Cause imagine having difficulties on something that you don't like, or having challenges in something that you don't like, mm. it's easy for you to give up. I told you that I wanted to be a first African mm. woman to travel to space, that is very big. Mm. So regardless of, we know that you are not doing well as a kind of mathematics and in mm. science, but in those difficulties, I look at the end result, mm. that okay, there is an award into this, mm. and there is something that I look for that I want, that I'm passionate about. You can wake up at midnight with physics. It's, I'm passionate about it. I love what I'm doing. So people must choose something that they're passionate about, something that they love, so that even if you won't complain, I, I sleep almost every day around 3 a.m. I don't complain, because it's something that I'm passionate about. It's something that I am enjoying to do, so yeah.
0: And Sinamele, when it comes to technology, what would you say are the key technologies that future leaders should study and maybe learn from?
1: Uh, the, the, the thing is with South Africa it's different because mostly of, of young people in South Africa don't have access mm-hmm. to the technology you are, you are talking about. What can I say first is that what if this country we can. So there are young people where I'm coming from in Nongom. They never seen a computer. Mm. So there are few people who have access. People like me your kids. Mm. We, there are few people compared to the, maybe thirty percent who have access to technology. Mm. So it's 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 really really difficult because for me, I'm I'm only I'm not thinking about this thirty percent. I'm thinking about the seventy percent who's poor who has at home the hope without metric, some they have metric and they have already give up and could because South Africa, I think we are the first in the rate of un, 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 unemployment. Mm-hmm. So it's for technology. Let us fix our education first. Mm-hmm. Then we will talk technology.
0: And Senamire, when it comes to social media, what is it that you suggest How should future leaders? How should the youth go about using social media to build their own brand, very much like you've done or you are doing on LinkedIn?
1: (laughs) I think so. So there is a lot. There is. It's very. It's not easy to to build a brand like the one that I'm trying to build because most of our youth are not interested. Mm. They will be interested if I would dance, you know. Mm-hmm. do all those things they would be mm-hmm. more interested you know but there are few people who who has the vision that I'm having mm-hmm. that are using their social media platform to 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 have a voice through their social media platform you know social media is one of the most empower powerful tool I never met you we just met today, we met through LinkedIn. So I advise the youth to use their social media in in the way that they can influence or impact or change other people. There are a lot of people who always send me inbox, not only on LinkedIn, sometimes on Facebook and all other social media. We are in, as someone that I, I, I never even met will say, I'm inspired by your story, your courage, you keep on, Keep on, we look up to you, and yeah, you can be a good role model through social media. You can build your brand through social media. You can even build your business through social media. So uh, young people must use their social media. Again, social media can also
0: break you. So you have to be careful. You
1: have to be careful of what you are posting. Yeah, you have to be careful. Careful. I remember I posted something about Robert Mugabe jokingly mm. and I lose an, an endorsement. Really? Yes, I lose an endorsement. So you have to be careful. Mm. What, what are you standing for? What brand are you selling? Sure. Like me, I'm selling the brand education, being a scientist, being a woman. So I have to play around those lines. Right. I have to play around those lines. Leave it to polit- politics, to politicians live business to business people mm. so for me i must always play around those lines
0: science and education yes,
1: yes science and education
0: now Sina-Mila, as a role model you are mentoring many aspiring leaders can you maybe share a success story with us where you mentored somebody and that person took your advice to heart
1: so at home I coming from a disadvantaged community so mostly they Don't have libraries, they don't have access to computers and books and everything like that. So, I opened our home at Guanongoma, and I remember it was 2011. There was a group of boys who were very, very serious. You know, they walk like I think almost more than 10 kilometers to school, so they were walking that distance at night. Mind you, it's not safe. So, I asked, I asked them, I called them and said, okay, you can come and use my home. And because that year I was around at home and I assisted them with maths and science. So we will do homework together. We will study together as a group. So and helping them there and there and there. And now one of the boys is, not, is now a professional technologist. He studied civil engineering in university it's Mangosu to Technicon in Guazulu Natal. He's now a professional engineer. So now I'm, I'm very, very happy to see young people who succeeded through my programs, because no one told me about it. It was from my heart that these kids, that travel at night. Hmm. Why can't I assist them? I, have, I gave them career guidance. I pay for their CAE application fee. Application fee, and I had I had no money then, but I managed somehow to get it for them and donate all my science book to them, and all the books that at home we had for science and maths. And now is a professional technologist, so so I'm happy.
0: What you say, Senamira? That is what's driving you today?
1: Yes, that is what's driving me today, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who have that have sown in in their lives, whether. There are a lot of people that have sown into their life, whether money or whatsoever, mm-hmm. but I always ensure show it what my father was doing, because where I'm coming from, we're surrounded with poverty. So my father used to do it. So it's, it's, it's in us as a family to fill the gap where we see it.
0: Right. Yeah. And tell us, who are the role models of leadership that you would suggest future leaders should study and learn from?
1: Here in South Africa
0: or oh. in South Africa and across the world?
1: I in South to me, I, I always make my father to me, it's my father, but no one knows my father. Okay, so it's leaders like Nelson Mandela,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's leaders like Nelson Mandela, it's leaders like Tully Maddonzela. I would let me just highlight the story of Tully Maddonzela. So he's one of the pre. Principal leaders, ethics, and everything. Mm-hmm. So he's, she stood in whatever that she believed it was right, and no one will change her otherwise. Whatever is right, and he fought for justice in everything that he does. So, yeah, you must have balls of steel, I think, if you are a leader.
0: And Senamide, how can our listeners get hold of you, and how best should they connect with you?
1: Um on LinkedIn, Cenamile Masango. I'm um, on Twitter, Cenamile Masango. On Instagram, Cenamile Masango. Facebook, Cenamile Masango Foundation. You can like my page. And very soon I will be launching my website so that people can reach out to me via my website.
0: Will that be senamile masango. Yeah,
1: it will be senamilemasango.com.
0: com? Yeah. Okay, looking forward to that. And last but not least, Senamile, is there one piece of advice that you would really like to convey to future leaders that they should implement in their own life? Uh,
1: you, must, you mustn't fear. It's fear. You must deal with fear. Sky is the limit At nothing is impossible as long as you believe in yourself.
0: Well, Zenamira, thank you so much for sharing your story and for inspiring us to build a better future.
1: Thank you so much. And
0: for all your efforts to guide the next generation.
1: Thanks. Thank you so much.